This is Stop Worrying, You're Retired with George Fossing. An appeals court, George, has ruled that the city of Baltimore can raise the retirement age for its police and firefighters, forcing them to work an additional five years before being eligible for pension benefits. That's a real bad news day when you get that if you're getting close to that retirement date. Now, this is just one city, but it does raise a pretty important question. Is this something that we can expect to see for public employees in other cities and states kind of changing the rules for them and moving the goalposts there right when they get towards that retirement date? How do you advise somebody who's approaching retirement and they find out that their pension just may not be what they thought it would be? I know you said earlier that you've heard a lot from people who are facing that pension decision. Well, yeah, let's start with this. Social Security. You go to our website, northstar65.com. You know where the 65 came from? Uh, that would be Social Security age, I imagine. It used to be. It used to be Social Security. I have an outdated you know, web address. <laughs> but so many people know it. <laughs> Northstar65.com. It still is Medicare, of well, course. What but, would it be for me? Like Northstar88? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> but most of us are the same way. My retirement, my Social Security benefits are now starting two years later. It's age 67. That's an example. A lot of people think this money is just out there. It's not. There's got to be revenue coming in. Right. Baltimore is your extreme example. Anybody reads about Baltimore, holy cow, talk about an upside down city. Mm. They just don't know how to work their money. But you're looking at this. It's not that they want to do this to the firemen and policemen. It's that they have to. Mm-hmm. It's a necessity thing. It's almost political suicide for these people. Hey, by the way, we're pushing your pension back five years. They have to do it. I believe we're going to see more and more of this out of necessity. You know, my best friend, Dan, is retired. He was a uh, policeman up in New York and he retired. He flew helicopters at the police department up there. So for 20 years, basically, his sleeping pattern shifted. And he's flying helicopters, folks. That's <laughs> kind of dangerous. Got to stay focused. He was exhausted. It wore him down. But he retired at 54. It's awesome that they could do that. Yet you have to imagine at 54, you know, Dan's got an extra maybe 30, 40 years in front mm-hmm. of him. How many... <laughs> He can sleep a little how bit can better now, pay, Yeah, how can municipalities pay these people, everybody to do this, when the tax base people are rebelling against taxes out there? And there's a certain amount of jealousy for people that don't have pensions. Mm-hmm. You know, my daughter's a school teacher. You think she's doing it for the money? Mm. She does it because she loves it. She loves children. We need great teachers out there. One of the benefits, though, is she will have a pension. So you may never see a million dollars in your 401k, your 403b, but you've got something that a lot of people are jealous of, which is a guaranteed lifetime income. Mm-hmm. That paycheck coming through the door. Paycheck forever. You're guaranteed you'll never be poor. That's fantastic. Yet, when you're dealing with, we're going to go back and use an example. A couple came in the other day. Lump sum or the pension? Big decision out there. And Zach and I, always, he goes, he's a smart man, successful. And he goes, I know these pensions have a guarantee and et cetera, et cetera. I still just don't trust the company. Mm. And I said, you need to meet a friend of ours who is a retired United pilot. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, she lost half that pension. Oh, She got a pension, but it was half of what she expected. So you're looking at this and people coming out there, I don't want to give up control of that money. I'd rather take the lump sum. These are critical decisions, folks. By no means am I giving advice where to go over the radio. But I do know this. You really owe it to yourself and your family to do the homework before you start looking at these pension options. There's a lot of stress on there. And again, you could see it. The canary in the coal mine is Baltimore. They're starting to push this back. They're changing these benefits, reducing benefits. Can they do it? Absolutely, they can do it. They just have to prove that they don't have the means to continue doing what they're doing. This is huge. Mm. And it's going to get worse.
Well, George, I think that, you know, longevity is certainly a portion of this. People are living longer and longer these days, and that does add a little bit of stress onto the system when you talk about paying those people for life and paying those people for the sacrifice that they put in, and rightly so. But with that additional stress, it brings additional decisions and difficulties and complications. So when you're facing these decisions, if you've got a pension, uh, congratulations, because it's a great thing to have. But if you have to make a decision about lump sum or monthly payment or any of the other options that are in there, you want to get a second opinion on that. George and Zach have been working with people and reviewing some of those pension plans and helping people understand what their options are. If you're facing that decision, our teammates are standing by today and you can get a second opinion by reaching out to us at 864-404-4900. And George mentioned the website earlier, so I'll review that. Northstar65.com. You can reach out to us on the website as well. George, it's been well over a year since the markets tanked in early 2020. Back in March, the stocks have been on a roll ever since, going up and up and up. But analyst Victoria Green tells CNBC we may be due for a change. We're getting a little nervous that we might actually see one of those rare corrections actually occur, which which is very normal to have happen. I mean, I look at it like a, a tea kettle letting off steam. You know, it's good to let off some pressure because at some point, if this builds and builds and builds and earnings, which have been phenomenal, can't keep up, I think you definitely want to see some of this healthy correction here, which typically occurs at this point in the season. August and September is usually a bit rocky. And so... I think we'd like to see that because if not, I'm a little worried where the price is right guy just climbing up the mountain. And at some point that mountain's going to hurt. <laughs> well, we certainly don't want to fall off the mountain, George, but we all like to see growth. We all like to see the numbers going up, but there does have to be a little bit of uh, gravity and what goes up must come down. Is it healthy for the market to have a small correction? And should we expect a quick recovery this time around again? Well, there's no written rules. First, we have to understand that, but there is history. And we've got to respect that. What we're looking at right now is, I guess we can start with this too, conversations, people coming. It's at an all-time high. Well, guess what? At some point, every point, there's been an all-time high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go back 40 years, is an all-time high. If sure. you got out when it's an all-time high, you would have lo- missed out on everything, right? 10 years ago, if you got out an all-time high, you would have missed out on 10 years of gains. So what we're looking at, though, is in our cult reversion to the mean. What that simply states is... The perfect investment would go, what, look a little diagonal, just kind of perking up 7% a year, 9% a year. Wouldn't that be wonderful, Terry? Just a smooth line. Just yes. a smooth line. Everybody's happy. Does that happen? Absolutely not. No, it's not. It's not reality. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is people overbuy and then they oversell. People take profits and they sell off. That's the natural. That's the way the, the stock market works. So reversion doesn't mean. So it's up a little bit. Yeah, is it overvalued? That's for people who buy stocks to decide. Just because we say, well, it's overpriced. It's not overpriced until somebody says it's overpriced when they start selling off. That makes sense? Yes, sir. Okay. So what you're looking at there is this is your 401k out there. How do you feel about it right now? Are you nervous? Are you scared? For most people out there, listeners out there, people that we've met, they've never had more money than they do today. These accounts are full. They're doing great. So what are you going to do? If you get out, markets can continue to go up. And they will if you get out. <laughs> That's the way it works, right? That's the phenomenon with that. You stay in, the market can drop significantly. Here's the way that plays out. If it's down 5%, you might say, well, you know, I'll sell when it gets back to where it was. I can't tell you how often I hear that. Mm. Well, once it comes back to where it was, I'll sell. That's a natural knee-jerk reaction. Then it goes down, let's say 15%. You might say, I can't get out now. It's down too much. Then it goes down 30%. This reminds people of 2008, perhaps. Mm-hmm. There we go. And you go, start getting, you're not sleeping at night. You're worried. Could be affecting your retirement because it's a deep, entrenched 
downside. It goes down 35%. Everybody's got a pain threshold, everybody. And if you're with five years outside of retirement or first five years in retirement, and you watch your portfolio drop 30, 35%, you might just do this, get me out. Mm. And that could be the most destructive decision right there because that's following your emotions. And if you do get out, then all of a sudden you've secured those losses. Well, I've got to tell you this, you got to respect your emotions. They're there for a reason. Yet it is the worst enemy in many cases with investment. Why? We do know one thing, the markets do come back. But putting yourself in a position like this needs to be avoided. When we sit down with folks, we have that conversation, especially if you're married. Different pain thresholds, you have to respect each other. And watching this thing, well, honey, it'll come back. Well, says who, says when? We don't know. What's this gonna look like? What's the impact gonna be on your retirement? I have met people, they were down 40, 45% and they had gotten out. Mm. Stockbrokers had quit. They got out, they couldn't take it anymore. This was a diabolical time out there and this affected a lot of folks out there. You don't want to replicate this. We've got a really nice couple that we just started working with a couple of months ago who I think it was towards the middle of March and 20, you know, he wound up getting out mm. you know, pretty much at the low. And then he started to gradually buy back in. But just like a lot of other people out there, he was hesitant to put both feet back in the water. So he just got in a little bit at a time. Well, he's getting in as it's going back up. And then he stopped strategically getting back in following that methodology because it just kept going up. And he kept saying, I'll put more back in when it drops again. Well, it hadn't dropped again. Oh, so he's missed <laughs> you know, out so, on even more growth. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the thing about the uh, lady who we just listened to is, you know, on the other side of that, people also miss out if they're not in because what if it goes up another 10 or 15 percent? And the dip they were looking for is five months down the road, and it's only a 5% dip. Well, they're still getting it at a higher price. <laughs> mm. It's both ways. And the thing I don't like about hearing stuff like that is because people then try to time the market. Right. Ugh. I mean, they're, they're using emotions. They're trying to time it. And 99.99% of people that have tried to time the market have failed. That's 100%. Yeah. They <laughs> no, look no smart once or twice. You can get it right once really in a while. Dumb. Sure. Yeah. Broken clock. And that's the only time we'll talk about it. I think it really just highlights the need for some professionals when you're making these kinds of decisions. And if you're trying to do it on your own, we respect that. That's a great attitude to have. But a second opinion, a second set of eyes and some experience and some wisdom in this area can certainly help you avoid some of those emotional decisions and reacting in a negative way that ultimately leads to bad decisions. We want to make sure that you know that the team at North Star Financial and Retirement Planning are here to help you and guide you through some of those decisions. When you're feeling worried, reach out to us today. Our teammates are standing by to take your call at 864-404-4900. Again, 864-404-4900. For any of the financial questions that you have as you prepare for retirement, we mentioned it in the first segment, a complimentary tax analysis on your 401k and other tax-deferred accounts. Reach out to us now. Again, the number 864-404-4900. Well, Zach, this is your area, and I want to come to you here because you work a lot with people in figuring out the Social Security puzzle. And while planning for the retirement involves the big-picture outlook, this social security thing really gets a lot of people hung up because it's so hard to figure out what the right age is to claim your benefits. Is it right at 62 or 65 or do you wait until full retirement age? And what should that money be used for when it's a smaller part of the strategy? I think that there are some questions that you need to ask yourself. You know, first of all, we respect everybody's decision and, and their opinion. And 
we want you to get as much out of the social security system, pay as little tax on your social security as possible mm-hmm. for you to wind up with as much of this money that you've put into this system as you possibly can. And initially people will come in and they'll say, well, I'm taking it at 62 or I'm, as soon as I retire at 65, I'm taking it. Well, have you asked the following questions and have you done the math? For most people, there's not a wrong answer, but there could be an answer I'll say that's more right than another. Mm. You know, especially when it comes to people that have a lot of money in 401ks or IRAs, money that has not been taxed yet. You know, you keeping more of this Social Security benefits that you receive each month during retirement can have a lot to do with the amount of money you have in your IRAs, especially after age 72 because of required minimum distribution. So these are some good questions, you know, to ask yourself. You know, one is, how does it apply to me? How does it apply to, you know, my picture? And how does it fit in to the other assets that I have? Do I have mostly IRA money? Do I have after-tax money? One of the most important ones, and this is really, really, really big for George and myself, how does my decision affect my spouse? Mm -hmm. You know, will my spouse qualify for something called a spousal benefit? We get a lot of folks who come in here where, you know, one spouse out in the working world, outside of the home, out in the working world, they've earned a lot more money than their partner, right? Mm -hmm. And their spouse would qualify for something called a spousal benefit. That's a big deal. Not only that, if you qualify for a spousal benefit, that means that the higher income earner, their benefit is 100% more at full retirement age than their spouse. So if this is a part of their income planning, then that spouse with the larger income, the larger benefit, if they were to pass away, maybe prematurely earlier than expected, it could be a big deal if the surviving spouse lives another 15, 20, 30 years because they delayed their benefits. Those benefits are going to be larger because you don't get both. You get the largest of the two. So, you know, if Joe has $3,500 a month benefit and Mary's is 17, well, Joe passes away, then Mary's goes away and she now gets Joe's. Mm-hmm. And she would have had a much smaller benefit had he not waited later to collect. But there are also other factors that would determine and, and maybe that would influence you to take it earlier, right? Well, one, it could take stress off performance needed in your retirement plan. Two, what if you don't have a long life expectancy? You should ask yourself, hey, how long did your parents live? Or you know, how healthy are you? How long do you expect to live? How long do you expect your spouse to live? So there's just a list of questions that can go on and on. You know, we try to make it as much of a math decision as possible. Try to, you know, put together a plan where, you know, when you decide to take it, it makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. But we don't tell people when to take it. We just try to help them come to the conclusions they need to come to, or we feel that the questions they need to have answers to before they make the decision. It's not just that, well, I'm taking it 62. I want as much money as I can get out of the system. Well, you know what? By taking it 62, you might actually not get as much money because even though you might be collecting longer, you might have to pay more taxes on it. And really all that really matters, it's not the gross, it's the net, right? Right. What you keep. I, yeah. One of my, my friend earlier, <laughs> earlier in the week, he sent me a meme for those of you that don't know what a meme is. And I didn't for the first few years when people were talking about memes, I thought they were pronounced memes, but he sent me, this, <laughs> he sent me this meme through text message. He said, you know why they call it gross pay? Because it's disgusting knowing how much you would have had, had the government not dipped into it. <laughs> but I would encourage you to do this. If you have not done so, go to ssa.gov. 
create a profile on the government's website designed for Social Security so you can see what your benefit estimates will look like at 62, at full retirement age for some of you that's 66 or 66 in some months for a lot of folks 67. Okay, and see what your benefit would look like at age 70. Those are the things that are, are needed to run the analysis on our end if someone wants you know, to take advantage of you know, us running that social security analysis for them. And I think that's a good thing too, Zach. You know, for our listeners, we've met the nicest people over the years. And they listen to a program to learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're committed towards their retirement. They wanna be efficient, wanna do the right thing out there. And we always wanna tell people, I'll tell you as, a, as the owner of the company, don't hesitate to give us a call and use our services. You won't get forced, we're not gonna push you into anything and give you a sales pitch. It's not the way we work here. Yet we do owe it to you out there to offer our services. And you know, we're, we, do it, we do this often, it's our specialty is. And we've got programs out there in a short amount of time, we can get a pretty good idea of what direction might be beneficial to you. But you know, again, as the owner of the company, reach out, give, give us a call and uh, use our services. Social Security is such a big decision and can have a huge impact on other areas of your financial life in those retirement years. As George said, we invite our listeners to call today and take advantage of the services that North Star Financial and Retirement Planning provide at 864-404-4900. Again, 864-404-4900. You can also find us online at northstar 65 Com. Guys, that's all the time that we have for this week. I'm always happy to be here. We'll be back at the same time next week. But for now, I'll give you the last word. I'm Zach Jenkins. Thanks for listening. This is George Flossing. Thanks for listening, folks. Have a great week. God bless. Find out more at Northstar65.com. Advisory services offered through Delta Investment Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered through Delta Investment Management.